everybody, welcome to A Lot of Things. This is the solo version of the podcast where I just tell you about a bunch of things to check out in a few minutes. Sometimes 10, sometimes 15, sometimes 5. If I'm feeling feisty, I'm fast and feisty. Today, uh, I have so many things to tell you about that you should check out uh, that it might be a little long. And also, uh, thank you so much for listening to the discussion version of this podcast. We've been having a blast recording those. You probably just heard uh, the one with the Grave Plot podcast, which is the horror podcast, Taylor and Tony. And I'm going to go ahead in the future and say it was an awesome discussion because I'm recording this before it happens. And also thanks again to Kelsey, who stopped by for our first version of the discussion podcast. And it was a great conversation and tons of people downloaded it. So thank you for that. And the video version uh, should be up by now when you're listening to this. And we'll be doing that going forward as well. So video versions of the podcast. And they'll only look better. And there'll only be more cameras. But for now, I'm sure it was just one camera. But hey, it's something. It's not just a picture. It's more than a picture. That's that was how we should talk about it. Check out the A Lot of Things podcast. It's more than a picture. Uh, here's a few things. First off, and I apologize if I've already mentioned a couple of these things on these discussion podcasts, but this is kind of a quick chunk for you to get all of it in one sitting. Sharp Objects. It's real good. It's on HBO right now. And I guess one of the producers from Get Out worked on it as well. And... Big Little Lies, people who worked on that, I didn't watch that. And I'm not really into the just-only social drama type shows. I need a little mystery, I need a little something going on. Uh, Sci-fi, please. And this has uh, a lot of the stuff going on. It definitely feels like True Detective. And I, by watching it, I'm like, yep, I need some more True Detective in my life. The first season mainly the first season the other ones were okay true detective i want it back but sharp objects gives me a little bit of that and it is oh my goodness amy adams she is killing it uh yeah totally believable everything is believable in the whole series it just feels like the slice of life uh, a woman goes back to her hometown to not solve a murder but write a story about it which are two different things. So she doesn't have all the power of like a cop or a detective. She just kind of has to observe and deal with this weird uh, small town. And not really weird. It's kind of a normal town. It's just that there's a lot of quiet shadiness going on. So she's got to figure out what's going on. Sharp objects, I'm into it. And every time I say that, I feel bad for taking that from Pete Holmes. I didn't take it. I'm using it get into it. That's what he says. I just, I think I might have said it always. I'm not saying get into it. I'm just saying like, I'm into it. So those are two different things. It's like McDonald's. I'm loving it. I bet you someone said that first. Anyways. Oh, LCD sound system was in the last Sharp Objects episode two. And it was such a perfect time for that song to come on a couple different times. So Reminded me how much I love LCD Sound System. If you haven't heard them, go check it out on Spotify. Somebody Feed Phil Season 2 is out. It's a series on Netflix. Phil Rosenthal, who was one of the producers behind Everybody Loves Raymond, 
And he went on to do this thing where he goes and eats weird food and, you know, shows you all the different places in the world and the food they eat and just joy. He brings happiness and joy. So if you want to learn about new food and feel happy and positive about the planet and the world, uh, watch uh, Somebody Feed Phil. Season two is out. I've almost finished them. I really love it. Uh, Star Ocean, we had mentioned that on the podcast with Kelsey. Uh, I had said the very first one I played on PlayStation 1. And, well, I don't know if it's the first actual Star Ocean game, but I played a Star Ocean game on PlayStation 1. And I swear to you, we finished the podcast. I think it went up. And then I got an email about a Star Ocean app game. I mean, are they listening? Is this happening? Are our devices already listening? I didn't record that on my phone. I recorded it in the studio. And I don't think our phones were on, but they could have been listening anyhow. Or when I put it up, they associated Carl Stradella, search term, a lot of things podcast, Star Ocean was recognized, sent him an email. Well, guess what? I downloaded that app. So it worked. Star Ocean app. Um, Here's the thing. They fooled me, and they're going to try to fool you, but it's bullshit. All right? It starts really good. It feels like an RPG, a sci-fi RPG, like the more modern Star Oceans. And uh, I was hook, line, and sinkered. I liked the little AI character they have, um, and the combat felt very good, especially for a mobile game. At, At some point, you just hit that area where it's like, you know, the main hub, and okay, here's how you get your energy to do things during the day, even though they're really cool battles, and they do seem to play out very awesome, you're going to have to, like, organize it with power-ups and things you buy, and uh, it just felt mobile, like an old-school mobile game all of a sudden, and I didn't want to do that. I might go back to it, just because I do like the character, uh, the AI character a lot, and the concept, And the combat is really fun, but I'm afraid that it's going to get kind of grindy right away. So we'll see. But it is weird that they sent me that, huh? It's pretty weird. Sasha Baron Cohen might have mentioned this already, but who is America? He's got a new show on Showtime. You can do the thing like I did and just get the free trial because they give it to you for 30 days. And you can watch this show for, you know, some episodes. And if you don't want it, you don't have to get it anymore. But it's out right now, and it's pretty good. He goes undercover like he does, and he fools people, but he also gets them in, uh, talking about what they really are about. And it's not just one-sided. Uh, he talked to Bernie in the beginning, although there was not much to get on Bernie. I mean, I don't know what he was looking for, but that one felt a little weird. Like, okay, you're kind of stretching for some silliness to make him, you know do something or say something dumb but he didn't Bernie's just like you're just weird so I didn't work with Bernie but I did work with a couple of the other people he had and um, talks about gun control and I'm sure he's going to get into a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with in this country and kind of just expose people's I don't know true selves or what they'll go to to uh, make a buck or to just save face or be part of their party we'll see who is America? Like I said before, I'm into it. 
Does he say that in Pete Holmes' show? Let me know in the comments. Uh, my brother, my brother, and me, I had forgotten about. And then someone made a great cartoon of one of the little segments they do. It was like an ice cream song. It reminded me that I need to go back and subscribe to that podcast, which I did. So I suggest if you need another podcast, it's kind of funny and nerdy and funny. My brother, my brother, and me. Well, there's a lot of things. Okay, just a couple more things. Uh, I bought these two books. Books, uh, just so you know, books are a thing, all right? You should read books. Then you know what happens after you read books? You become well-read. That's what happens. Uh, this is a series I've been wanting to pick up for a while. Um, I found it over at Pink Gorilla. Kelsey Lewin, shout out. Boss Fight Books presents Earthbound. So bossfightbooks.com, it's a series of a bunch of books where people, uh, different people, who have different backgrounds, totally different backgrounds, and they put together a little book about a game they love, and most of these are all old school games, and history behind it, and their history with it. And this is Earthbound, so I have a history with it. And this is done by Ken Bauman, who uh, is, was an actor as well. And yeah, check it out. Uh, the series is great. They have a book on Bible adventures. So experiences about that and history of that. And uh, I think Baldur's Gate is one of them. So a lot of old school games, but also incredible little stories. And they're short, quick reads. I'm burning through this one. And it reminds me how much I love Earthbound. And I'm going to go back and play Earthbound start to finish because of that book. Uh, next book I have for you, and then we're almost done. This is We Have No Idea, A Guide to the Unknown Universe by Jorge Cham and Daniel Whiteson. I feel like I said that wrong for both people. It is a experimental particle physicist as well as a funny creator of an online comic. So they put the two together and you get some little cartoons inside the book and it's all about all the stuff we don't know in science, but then tells you some stuff we do know along the way and dark energy and dark matter are a big part of it and they're like most of the galaxy i mean sorry universe and we don't know what it is so we like understand five percent of everything we understand like five percent of the universe that's what i'm trying to say five percent the title of the book is perfect we have no idea and lastly, I got to play Rapture Rejects, uh, the alpha, alpha version of it. It's an online battle royale game, 2D style. Funny little stick figure people, and they're the ones who got left behind. The rapture happened, and now they've got to go, you know, fight each other. But what's interesting about this is it's the first battle royale game where I feel a little bit more confident because it's 2D and I can see what's going on. And I can aim my little reticule for my gun or whatever I have and not feel like I'm done. I just feel like the 3D environment space for me in Battle Royale, I just fail at badly. So I had some success. Uh, and plus the cartoony, weird world of it is awesome. It reminded me of um, Alien Hominid, you know, Battle Block Theater, that style. Um, so yeah, check it out. Rapture Rejects. Uh, I think they might do another beta at some point and just kind of follow it. 
sometimes I go to the Steam and just follow things I like. That is it. Uh, there's a few things. I'm glad I got through those because there's so many things coming still in the discussion podcast. Those are some stuff you should check out. Man, all that's good stuff. And go buy yourself a book, you know? Go to the, I mean, you can go to the internet if you want to use the internet, but it's much more fun, I think, to go to a bookstore. You peruse. Do some perusing. And when you're done finish perusing, pick up one and bring it home. And then take said book that you got from perusing and go to like a coffee shop, although those can be loud. Go somewhere quiet. I like finding a dark, dank bar. And just read. Just read. Take it in. I actually, it helps me to go somewhere to read because then that's like the destination. That's what I'm doing. I'm going somewhere to read. You know, buy up a, a park is good. You can do park by the water unless some kids come around and then they're loud and kind of put your headphones in. But yeah, reading's good. Where am I going? This show's over. Hey, thanks again for listening to this version of the podcast. I'm going to do these probably every week or every other week to kind of be filler in between the big discussion shows that we have and to get out more stuff that you should check out. I'm Onawa on Twitter, O-N-A-W-A. I also have the Onawa Show, which is a little video series I do on Twitter. Uh, it's under the moments category. That's a thing. And then Instagram dot com slash the Onawa show. I'll see you next episode. I forget who's on, but it's gonna be a discussion one, so come back. <laughs> <laughs>